Do you mind just saying a little bit? Hello, dear. Hi, Lucy. We're about to drink some beer. Hopefully. Eventually. Yeah, fucking stupid. Fucking, fucking fuck. Podcast all about video games and beer. I'm Benoda. Joining me is Mr. Adol Kerji. Hey! Hey! And joining us, Miss Lucy Yearwood. Hello! It's been a long time. It has been a little while. You feeling better? Yes. Yeah, I'm still a bit nasally. Mm. I pick that up, everyone, but yeah, much, much better. Nah, we won't notice. We won't notice. How are you, Adol? You good? Oh! Yeah, I've been pretty good. Um, I had the feeling of a sneeze coming on, and then as soon as you spoke to me, it faded, and now I have that awkward after effect of, like, <laughs> will it come back or will it not? Um, but yes, other than that, things have actually been going well. Um, yeah. had a good meeting with my supervisor, although it was probably my last meeting with my supervisor, because that was the one where he told me who my new supervisors were, because he's mm. been hired away to a new university. But teaching was today, and that's always good, and I had a good time teaching nice, little little first-year undergrads, the very first uh, logic. Uh, yes. Oh, babies. Yeah. We haven't entered the crushing world of employment yet. No. <laughs> or unemployment. <laughs> I was going to say, no, they're, they're in a three-year hedge against employment right now. <laughs> they're waiting to become lecturers um, yeah. let's jump into the first beers that we're going to be drinking this week uh, I'm going to start off because I've got a little bit of an odd beer um, oh. I've never seen it before I went to the bottle shop it's called Snake Fear oh for fuck's and it's sake from... do you want me to grab that instead because I bought it... one this afternoon but I didn't Did pick you? it yeah. Oh, oh no have it on a different day man it won't yeah. be cold will it it won't be cold no that's true um so this is from Wild Beer Company, but it's in a can, and it's not their usual oh. um, graphics on the can. Uh, but it's also uh, from Garage Beer Company. So I think it's a collaboration beer between the two of them. Um, and trying to have a little look on um, like websites and stuff. Um, rape internet. beer. Yes. That's what it's called, not websites and on stuff. On websites. Well, I was looking on websites. Um <laughs> It's uh, on rape beer. They suggest hmm. that it's brewed by Garage Beer Company, um, oh. even though the label underneath the title of Snake Fear very specifically says the Wild Beer Company and Garage are listed on the back. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. Um, Maybe. I mean, have you ever heard of Garage? What are they called? Garage Band. Yeah, Garage Garage Beer Company. Oh, I've never heard of them. Maybe. Having wild on the front of your beer is just like everyone's heard of yeah, wild. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe they've they've just Possibly. sold their na- name slash recipe to someone else. M- maybe, maybe might be a more traditional collaboration, but for the UK yeah. market, they've put um, they've put wild on. Uh, I think that uh, Garage Beer look like they're from Barcelona, so oh. it might just be that it's for the UK market that it's packaged like this, perhaps. Yeah, uh, yeah a microbrewery in Barcelona. So, um, it's a double IPA. It is 8%. Very nice. Uh, I can't even read what those hops are. Waimau, Rakua, Wakutu, and Are you Pacific speaking in Jay Spanish? Or? 
I would imagine they're probably New Zealand style hops mm. with words like that. I'm going to crack this one. Adol, what are you drinking first? Uh, I'm drinking a uh, dipper as well. 8.5% dipper from Fallen Brewing called oh. The Big One. And it is um, the first in their series of dippers. It's a mosaic, amarillo, and citra on a simple but juicy malt background. That looks good. I really like Fallen Brewing. Mm. Yeah, I sort of saw it and was like, oh, can't not buy that. Oh, yep. fuck me. <laughs> Apparently putting it in my backpack and waiting for over an hour still was... Um... Uh, got to wait at least five. <laughs> is that the magic number? <laughs> yes. Well, um, it's carbonated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be expected. The beer is mostly just a little spray. I didn't actually lose a lot of beer, thankfully. Mm, good, good. good. Uh, Lucy, what are you kicking off with? I am kicking off with a beer from Sirencraft Brewery. Mm. It's called I Love You, Honey Bunny. Ooh. I've been looking forward to this one, saving it for a special pod like this, because it's a honey smoothie IPA. And the last time I had some, a beer of this sort, let's say, was from Daya, and that was the Honey Bee Good, which oh, was yeah. also a smooth IPA with honey in it, and that was beautiful. So I want to know how this compares. Nice. So you have high hopes. I do. Um, Good stuff. Um, and so the the snake fear. Yeah. It's it's very orangey in colour. It's very hazy. Oh yeah, it you, is. you're instantly hit with those those tropical notes straight off of there. Uh, maybe, maybe a little bit of peach, but hopefully not. I mean, it, when I cracked the can, there there wasn't much carbonation at all, and actually, to taste, it's quite a flat beer. Really? Which is fine. I, it, that, I don't think that that's taking anything away from the, the flavour of it. But you are getting those those tropical fruit flavours through straight away. Um, I don't know whether it is peach, but there, there is a hint of something in there which is, <laughs> it tastes you know, a little bit like it. Uh, peach is your worst enemy. I know, it is. It mm. is. Why, why is it a flavour? Why does it exist? Because it's a fruit a peach, and a flavour? Yeah. <laughs> no, I had a well. peach farmhouse stays on and it was very nice. Oh, eradication of peaches. Uh, Adol, how's your beer? Um, the, um, the big one is much more carbonated than you described, but it's very similar in the sort of orange haziness as, as your um, snaky dipper. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a bit of a, I almost want to say musty nose. Yeah. Um. Looks a little totally darker. see their juicy underbelly. Um, it's nice, wet, fruity taste. Mm-hmm. Um, again, juicy is a good description because I'm not getting any specific fruit out of it. Just that sort of fruitiness, widening yeah. the taste, um, a, a slight sweetness. Um, it's really good. The 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 hops are are working well together. It um has. Despite being very wet on the initial taste, it kind of, that does leave you a, a, just a touch dry, so you sort of want more uh, in the mouthfeel mm. after mm. finish. Um, it's not, um, given that it's a dipper, it's it's actually not super 
um, hoppy. At okay. Least, like it's, it's not super bitter, I should say. Um, so the hops are there, but they're 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 well stated. Mm. Nice man, nice. The, uh, the the having a couple more sips of the snake fear, it does have a little bit of a bitterness mm. towards the end of it. Definitely getting um, getting a lot more from this after the first couple of um, sips. Uh, uh, Lucy, how's the siren? Um, it's whilst well, well, smelling it, it's got a little bit of honey on the nose, um, a little bit of bubble gum, quite sweet, and it's got like a bit of bit of sharpness to the aroma as well, like a little bit of lemon in it as well. Um, yeah. it's very hazy, um, but it's quite light bodied, but it's it's, it's a straw colour, mm. just a slightly dark straw colour. But um, tasting it, I'm not really getting much of the honey. And um, on the back of the bottle, they said that they've included 200 kilograms of pure blossom honey. I'm not really getting any of that. But in, um, in how big a batch? Yeah, I mean, that would that would tell you. They haven't said here. But um, yeah, it's the, the main flavor I'm getting at the end is like that piney resinous taste that you get from most IPA, IPAs, you know, that kind of herby and floral mm. uh kind of aroma and taste but and they say it's a smoothie ipa i mean it's very light it, it's really light body and it's really hoppy and it's well carbonated so you're not really getting any of that mm. smoothness either so comparing this one to the day one i mean the day one is just is what it you is call it like night and day yes <laughs> Let's just leave it there. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it is like it's a. Don't get me wrong. It's a really nice IPA. Um, mm. It's what it's what you'd expect. It's hoppy. It's refreshing. Um, it's got that nice piney um, bitterness at the end. But in terms of a honey smoothie IPA, it doesn't I don't think it quite does what it advertises on the bottle. I, but I think nonetheless, it, it's a nice beer. It's sort of one of the problems we have with all the different ways um because there's so many tastes in in beer Mm. um all different ways people are going and trying to describe things but there's no sort of consistency so what what one brewer reaches for when they think of honey ipa is not necessarily what the other one does yeah of course it's not even a question of this isn't a honey ipa it's like oh well what they they they're going for a different type of honey taste while they call it something similar yeah Um, um, I think I, I don't even think my main gripe is with the lack of honey. Maybe my taste buds aren't just picking up on that, but it's the mm. fact that they call it a smoothie. Mm. Yes, it is hazy, but it is it's 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 got a very light body. There's nothing smoothie or thick or viscous about the uh, about the body of it. Mm. So I think that's where I take um, umbrage rather mm. than the honey. Yeah, yeah. fair. Um, fair. I, I will say after a fair few more sips of the the big one. Um, it is actually quite malty in the finish, which mm. I, I didn't mm. appreciate right away. And so you get that sort of biscuitiness. Um, so again, it's not doesn't have a super IPA like finish. So I think the the malts are coming out because the hops aren't really sticking out, and so you get this really odd taste because I'm just not used to sort of a strong um, IPA having such a malty backbone. So that's actually quite interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Nice, good note to to bring out after a few more sips. Um, so we're essentially now just going to have half an hour of Lucy telling us what she's been playing for the uh, for the last few weeks. <laughs> no, I won't, I won't be that long. But I have played 
a megaton of games <laughs> since I've last been on. But Ooh, guys, start with start so with many. the game you least liked, mm. your most disliked uh, okay. game you tried. I shall start with that one, and that okay. These are some really deep cut indie games, so mm. bear with me. Hmm. Uh, there was a game called the Franz Kafka video game. It's a point and click puzzle game, obtuse of hell. <laughs> Didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a game called Dream Break. Also an indie game. And it was so bizarre to the point where this is pretty bad. I actually enjoyed it. Because it was like, what is going on? It's it's like a narrative um, platformer. Like, if you think of a flashback and another world or Mm, mm. maybe even Prince of Persia, something like that. It's one of those games. And I think... It was made by a foreign team. The localization wasn't that good. I imagine they're a very small indie dev. But it's like, you know, when you just don't know what's happening, and some things are moving so quickly. I mean, you start playing as a janitor, and then someone gets killed in the street for some reason, some some agent, and then suddenly you're on the run with no explanation about anything. <laughs> and it's like, it, so they're really just, taking the Kafka part. Oh, this is a different oh, game. Oh, sorry. I mean, yeah. it, it sounds yeah, like they're taking like, the Kafka. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It it was even more bizarre than that game because the Kafka game was meant to be bizarre but right. and surreal. But this was surreal unintentionally, and it's like, what's going on? Anyway, that's those two do, games. Do you think that was just down to the localization? I think they might have had a vision. It was sort of... I'm sure they meant to go for some Blade Runner dystopia mm, mm, futuristic mm. thing and it's like lack of budget, you know, can't really put all their ideas in. But yeah, it, I mean, it, totally it sounds like mess. more than, than just localization if, um, <laughs> yeah, if it really I mean, that kind of Yeah, I mean, the story weak. was just bad. Yeah, that, that had nothing to do with localization. Localization was just another, this is weird on top of it. <laughs> um... I'll just gloss over a few games. Um, I finished Line Light, which I oh. spoke about. The I've last actually, time I, I actually played a mm. little more of it um, on yeah. on the on the train the other day. Uh, it's it's quite good. Um, yeah, I like it the. Is. I've only played a few worlds now, and I really like that they're introducing more mechanics. Like I just got to the point where you can pick up a key. Mm-hmm. Uh, and oh, you so to, you're on like the second world. Or yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, and so, it's like, so I mean, they have gated things, you know, lines where you go through a gate and it shifts other lines. But the key, mm-hmm. the key is a nice one because it's right after they've introduced sort of the enemies who bounce back. Mm. And you have to time your sort of finger movements with stalling your guy to not hit yeah. them. And then if you if the, you do hit them and you're carrying the key, it resets and you're like, ah. So it's it's nice. It's like a really it's yeah. it's like a companion. It's like a fucking escort mission, but you know, on a line <laughs> game. Yeah, and they had more you know uh, mechanics each in every world, and I think by the last one, they're the combining all of them. So it's really good. I know Ben, did you pick that up? I did. Yeah, I think I've only yeah. played the. Uh, I'm sort of in a similar position to to Adol. I got to uh, sort of like those gated mechanics and the. Um, and getting the key yeah. and stuff, so I, I haven't played any further than that, really. Yeah, get back to it. It's really mm. good. But yeah, I finished that. Nice. You know, one of the highlights of um, this very long list. <laughs> um, finished Splatoon 2, that was good. The single player is good. Uncharted The Lost oh, Legacy, uh, wait, I finished. Slow down. So, so, we can't, I won't talk to you about it. Splatoon, mm? yes, Splatoon 2. 
Yes. Um, now, you actually were playing the multiplayer when you first started it. Now that you've finished mm. the single player, um, how much of the multiplayer did you jump back into? And are you just going to. Absolutely gonna, none. Yeah. Are you, <laughs> is the game done to, dead to you now? No, or? no, no it, it's not. It's just. Um, that was my comfort food for a long time when I wasn't playing games. I just couldn't be bothered. But now, back in the groove, I've just put it to the to the side. But I'm I'm not done with it by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, I'll be playing in the Splatfest if it's this weekend or next. I can't remember. But yeah. So yeah, I was just curious if if it's still because you're sort of you're very polarized on your online experience. I was just curious if it mm. um if you're sort of like well I'm, I think I'll walk away for a while because I've done the single player. But it sounds like there's enough there. And you don't yeah, have to deal it'll, with it'll be a it'll be a staple for the, at least the rest of the year, I imagine. Um, but yeah, it's like as I said, it, I was just playing that because it was easy to pick up and go. But now that I've played probably twenty plus games, I just haven't yeah, yeah. found the time for it. But cool. yeah, really good. Nice. So which side are you going to pick? Toilet roll. Oh, it's front. At the front. It or should flat? be front. It's always the goddamn. You're a front. monster. Yeah, you're, exactly. You're the mm. devil Weird. if you have it. I think if you live in Australia, you might have a, a no, different thought just about it. No, the water <laughs> flushes the opposite direction. Spiders, mate. Spiders. It doesn't mean you oh, don't God. put have a spider hiding behind your toilet roll when it's flapped it out the matter. front. It wouldn't matter if it was hiding. <laughs> is that way it is that real? Is that what they do? I, I would. That's what I'd fucking do if I lived in Australia. And spiders hid fucking I, I everywhere wouldn't. to eat you. I just wouldn't. I wouldn't live in Australia. That would never happen, ever. Fair. Um, so, glossing over Uncharted: yes. The Lost Legacy because I'm yes. insanely jealous that you have oh. got to play one of the games I'm dying to play. <laughs> so, after Lost Legacy, what else have you got mm. for us, Lucy? Um, let me check my list. How long uh, is this list? We, we don't actually have to go it's, through the whole list. If, like, no, I'd don't rather worry, go detail-wise. Because I am skipping a few of these. Don't worry. I'm picking out the highlights. You oh. did ask me which were the worst ones yeah, I, I like played. Yeah, I like And I, would, I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have talked about those <laughs> unless you'd asked me. <laughs> but um, Frame 2, I spoke about that as well. I finished that. Yeah. Quickly glossing up. Night in the Woods. Mm. That, really good is game. Is that Nigget or Knigget? The what? Is it K N I G T G H D or N I G H D? Nigget or Knigget? Nigget. Careful. Anyway. Careful. Glossing over that as well. It's a really good side scrolling adventure game. It deals creasing. Yeah, I thought that it's a coming of age game about a cat. Oh, awesome. It's got a really good art style. The writing's incredible. Um, it's really like comical but wry and dry humor. Mm. But it's got it's got you know it's really touching as well. It's quite human to it as as well. But the ending, I won't spoil it. But for me, it fell flat on its face, and I don't yeah. know why they even went in that direction. But that doesn't diminish the you know what preceded it. So definitely pick that up. I think that's one of the most underrated games that came out of this year um it was a long time coming long time in development but mm. uh really good game yeah um, lo- i love the art style of that yeah so good mm. 
Okay, now Thimbleweed. I know it's night, mm. but I can't remember what the rest of the words are. Night, night in the woods. In the woods. I was thinking yeah. at the woods. I'm like, that could be right. Of the woods? I don't know why I didn't think in the woods, which is the most reasonable of sentences. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thimbleweed Park. Really, really, mm. really good. Uh, Ron Gilbert. Uh, one of his old school style point and clicks. Yep. Quite obtuse, but I think if you're used to that type of game... You can get through it. I mean, I had to use a guide probably, what? It's about a 10 hour game, and I had to use a guide maybe three times. Okay. Yeah. Small and, things. Uh, what so, platform? Uh, I played it on. I bought it on Xbox, but I played it on PC through Play Anywhere. Because oh, it's okay. point and click, and it's like I want to play on PC. Mm. But I want yeah. achievements. So. Oh. I can't imagine using a controller for a point and click. That seems needlessly obtuse. It, it's, it's, it's rough. <laughs> yeah, I I, that, I played Broken Age on console, um, yeah. and it was PlayStation. It was, yeah, yeah, and it was fine. No, mm. I, I I don't think it really detracted too much uh, from the experience. I would have probably been a little bit quicker in in picking, you know, right. the the different elements and stuff mm. that I wanted to with with mouse controls. But I don't think it detracted too much. Yeah, I mean, Broken Age is what four hours. I mean, Thimbleweed Park. Probably a good eight to ten hours. So mm, mm. Definitely want to play it on PC. Yeah. Um, that was another highlight. SteamWorld Dig Two. Oh right, yeah. On Switch. Um, mm. Now, did you beat the original Dig? Yeah, I did. And how? So I only played a couple hours of it. How long is the original Dig? Because I enjoyed so it. The, I the just original liked... one's only about five hours, six hours. To be fair, Steam, the second one took me six and a half, and by the looks of it. Most people are taking about eight, nine, ten to yeah. play that, but I don't know. I, I I just burned through it. I just played it in one go. Just got through it all. It's really satisfying. Um, they've gone hard on like the Metroidvania aspects mm. of it. Oh, good. Um, slight RPG mechanics, you know, go, digging down and then going back to the surface and expanding your arsenal and abilities and stuff like that. Yeah, it's really good and it's perfect fit, fit on Switch. I couldn't imagine playing it on console nice and it's on vita wait on switch imagine that yeah on the switch so when you say not on console you mean so the switch is not a console i i, I right, put my you, switch in you, the have dark you actually once. still not plugged it into a tv i only plugged it in once and that was because for the initial download you had to put it right. in the dock yeah it's never been in the dock since I took took out the dock. I don't even know where it is, to be honest. Because <laughs> I'm never going to um, use it. Yeah, I just thought we'd uh, remind the viewers that you are a purely mobile Switch user, because which yes. explains why you're saying things like, it's not a console. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's a handheld. <laughs> nice. Um, nice. A few more. I'll be yeah, quick. Yeah. Um, do we, do we want to have our second beers? And then, yes. And then... Yeah, if we're all, if we're all so. ready Good. for them. Yes. We'll split Lucy's uh, list in, in um, twain. Normally yeah. I'd say, yeah. Lucy, you were the last to start, but given that we're just basically harassing you, um, <laughs> Ben, why don't you tell <laughs> no, us what's your second I'm beer? harassing you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you all about me. Yes. <laughs> I like the time that you've spent in the last couple of weeks. Um, yes. So I am going to drink the Moose Moose, which is from Fierce. Oh. Uh, mm. It's a chocolate stout, four point five percent. I thought I'd uh, pair the slightly larger snake fear with something a little bit lighter, um, but 
the only fierce beer I've had is that that grapefruit atrocity. So I thought I'd That's a shame. You know, I thought I'd give them another go for um you know, on and, the And on also the because didn't didn't that come in your subscription box? Yeah, my done, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you had to give them another go. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, no, that's that's why I saved it. it. But that's why I saved it yeah. for the podcast because mm. I thought I'd give them another not give them another yeah. chance, you know, give them but, another chance on air as such. Uh, yeah, about my but that's rough. That was uh, your first fierce beer because they make such good beers. So they're so different and so experimental. Well, and I've never had a well, bad beer other than that from fierce. Hopefully, so I, I, this I think will... that's a good good point. That you know, failure is not a terrible thing. And also, when you experiment and stuff, you're you're not always going to knock it out of the park. Um, like wild. Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, so while you yeah. pour that. Um, Lucy, are you? Do you have a second beer on the dock? I do, and it's from Buxton Brewery. Oh, it is called Sonrisa. Oh, nice. Which means smile in Spanish, if I'm remembering right. Don't ask me. And I it's did Spanish in my first undergrad in two thousand and two, two thousand two, two thousand three. Yep, that's when I studied Spanish. I Sorry? only know C. Okay. Um, okay. And it, it's a clementine and lemon pale. Hmm. Um, and it's called a juicy breakfast beer, so I'm drinking it at the completely wrong time of day. Yeah. There yeah. You go. Well, I mean, breakfast for dinner is one of my favorite meals. Oh God, yeah. Right. So this is Full just English the this dinner. is just the the beer version of that. <laughs> um. Good. What uh, have you got, Ado? I have the end. The NW Dipper Galaxy Special Edition Cloudwater Nine Percent Dipper. Nice. I had that the other day. Oh, did you? Yeah. Uh, it is um, our fifth NW Dipper. Features the four thousand eight hundred thirtieth generation of our local JW Lee's yeast. In place of a Whirlpool edition, we added Centennial and Chinook into the FV prior to filling it with the wort. And dry hopped with Galaxy, Amarillo, Citra, and Centennial. Mm. Um, if you care, the bittering hop was Pilgrim Alpha and CO2 extract, and the malts were Golden Promise Oat Malt Dextrose Monohydrate as well. Um, which is actually the first time I've, I've seen a very like clinical scientific malt in a Cloudwater in a while. Yeah. Oh. Uh, usually we don't find the, like, yeah, this is clearly a thing made up in a lab. Um, but yes, I was super excited when I saw this. Um, it was actually, I wasn't sure if I should drink the big one or this one first, but it's 9% <coughs> and has a bunch mm-hmm. else going on. And I thought it probably has enough that it'll overtake because yeah. having two dippers in a row is sometimes, you know, hard tasting wise. Sure, oh, and I sure. did not blow, it did not uh, blow up all over myself, so to speak. That's good, that's good. Only one accident per episode. Um, so now that I'm starting to pour, Ben, why don't you tell us um, a bit about your chocolate um, stout, I will. Uh, yeah, the chocolate milk stout. I'll start off with the flavour text. Velvety and smooth, yet light and easy drinking. This chocolate milk stout is chock full of cacao notes. Luxurious, yet sessionable. Um, and my first thought is, you're getting the chocolate. You're really getting that chocolate, um, and it's unmistakably a milk stout. It's it's almost like a a cold hot chocolate 
if you know what I mean. Oh, you know, you've okay. made yourself a hot chocolate, you've left it maybe 10 minutes. It's a little cool. It's, a, it's, it, it's got the, a cold hot chocolate. Yeah, you mean a chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know so what you mean, yeah. I mean, it, you're getting those flavours definitely, which is nice. It's it, it's not like a, a cold, um, uh, you know, a cold drink as such uh, mm. um, that you that you should be drinking hot. So it's, not uh, like a, but, it's not like a cold tea where a lot of the taste is kind of deadened. Yes, it's, it's, it's not like that. You're, you're getting the chocolate through. You're getting the the, the, the sweetness uh, from the uh, from the, the lactose. But it starts off saying it's velvety and smooth. I'm not getting that velvety taste mm. that I you normally would from a, a milk stout. It's actually really yeah. It's it's a little more watery in its consistency. Yeah. It is smooth. Wait, is it a chocolate stout or is it a milk stout? It's a chocolate milk stout. Okay. I don't know why I asked that and didn't have that idea. Exactly. <laughs> it's the third um, option. So, yeah, yeah. So, so, so we are expecting that sort of lactase sweetness and that coatingness that, that milk has that lactose yep. usually yep. gives. And you're saying it has the sweetness but not the coating? Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. That's what I found with a lot of porters and stouts recently that I've tasted. They're not full-bodied enough. They're not velvety enough, as you say. As you say. It's like, you just want they're a dark bit more. Ales. Like, they, mm. they, they, yeah. they have that character that, of, like, it's like, dark, it's deep, but it's not full. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Ones that cuddle you in the cold night. <laughs> or one like that. <laughs> and that, that is what I wanted. I'm definitely getting in yeah. that autumnal mood. and You know, mm. I'm starting to drink a few more stouts and porters and stuff. So that is what I wanted from this. Uh, yeah. Lovely flavour. But it's just that that mouthfeel does throw it off a little bit. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Lucy, how's yours? Uh, it's lemony, which you'd expect since it's a clementine and lemon mm-hmm. ale. Hmm. Uh, it's quite light, uh, really light bodied, four point seven percent. It's refreshing. Um, it's not too much to say about it, to be honest, because it's just a very nice pale ale. Um, but. It's got nothing astounding about yeah. it. It so just does what it says on the tip. The clementine mm. bit would suggest sort of a sweet citrus, so some sort of um, sweetness. Um, are you getting that, or is it mostly the lemon? I'm getting that in. Then getting the clementine in the definitely in the aroma. N- getting more lemon in the taste. Okay, um, it's a good balance. That yeah, yeah, it's it's slightly sweet on the on the smell as well, but. More but, sour in the taste, but yeah. so in that respect, it's well balanced. But in terms of um, if you're just looking at the taste, I'd just say mostly lemon. But it's not that kind of puckering, really sour, yes. goes or yeah. lambic or anything it, like that. Is that the one? It's with, just got a hint of lemon. Is that the one with mm. sunflowers on the label? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, so with this NW Dipper, mm. um, the nose is that's a lovely colour. Oh yeah, it's 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 mm. like a it's orange it, like the can. It's mm. a yellowy orange like an unfiltered honey. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, mean, I think the honey probably came to mind because of your previous beer, Lucy. But <laughs> it, it really does look like and sort of one of those organic honeys, which yeah, you know, it does. Like three weeks after you buy it, if you haven't used it, it gets it hardens quite quickly because there's no preservatives. Like it's that sort of really raw honey um, mm. coloring um it 
it's um, the nose is is actually quite light. Uh, it's got a little bit of citrus, a little bit of floral, um, and I want to say there's a slight. Um, there's peaches in the room, but I'm not near them. Okay. Fruitiness. Okay. Right? Like I get this 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 very very light fruitiness just like on the nose. Perhaps. Um, I feel like apricot has a, a slight strength that peaches don't. Mm. Um, and mm. and it's that lightness of peach sort of just in the area. And it might be just that I'm thinking of all the artificial peaches versus apricot flavors. Like, like I don't know if you ever had the fuzzy peach sweet. Yeah. But if you smell that, yeah. there's very little smell, despite mm-hmm. the fact that it's sort of a little tart and and gives you that artificial peach taste. But when you smell it, you get that hint of peachiness, but it's very quick. Yeah. Um, it's that sort of peachiness. It's just like oh, there's something there. Well, like apricots tend to have a more robust. Smell, I think. Sure, sure. Oh, I would never guess this was 9%. And by that, I mean, I might guess because <laughs> yeah. I know how good some beers can be to, to block. Yeah. It's super wet, um, mm. but it doesn't te- it doesn't give you that alcoholic wetness. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so while the big one had... A maltiness on the on on the um, yeah. finish. This has none. Like you, the malts oh, uh, just aren't there. The hops are okay. clearly at play. You're getting that sweetness and that really light fruit. Um, and to be honest, not a lot more. It's really drinkable. Uh, I might check in a bit later because, like like with the big one, I might decide you know realize how much lingers. But right now, it's mm. just it feel it tastes super light. It tastes nuanced. There's things going on, but but they're all very laid back. Sure, sure. Um, which makes me like, oh, I'll just have some more. I'm like, oh wait, this is a nine percent beer. I should probably <laughs> yeah, not slug yeah. it back. Yeah, like and that's the feeling I get. Like I could easily have this, but also that lightness really um, strikes me as like a late summer lightness. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, you know, that sort of like, oh, it's nice out. I'll just casually drink four yeah. liters of beer Oops. versus as you were saying ben like that autumnal like hardiness is just not there mm-hmm. it's just such a cleanly light yeah fluid flavor nothing nothing's nothing's really lingering mm-hmm. yeah anyway mm, exactly. um i guess we're back to you lucy with wherever you are on your yeah. horrible list oh actually I, hold on a sec um i'm interrupting mm. myself might edit this out because it'll be cleaner Ben, have you played another game at all? Uh, I have, but not very much of it. Okay. Um, That's still playing a game. Yes, it, well, yes, yes, it is. Uh, I can never remember which way around these two words go. Um, but I played a game which is either called Kingdoms and Castles or Castles and Kingdoms. <laughs> I uh, think it's Kingdoms and kingdoms Castles. Kingdoms and Castles, yeah. yeah. I think so. Um, it's essentially um, a like a, a city builder but a medieval sort of city builder, uh, more aesthetic. Wait, wait, is it is it a city builder or is it a kingdom builder? Oh well, well, you a king, you a queen, you a vassal for somebody else. Yeah, it's a kingdom I, builder. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which means uh, you you can build a castle and things outside of it. If you don't yes. build things outside of it, it's just a castle builder. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 definitely the uh, the kingdom. 
the yeah. kingdom of uh, Ben. Sh- shouldn't you be like designing real buildings and not playing yeah. a simulation? I'm doing that as hey, well. Hey, shut up! That's like, telling, <laughs> that's like telling me I should not enjoy logic games. You shouldn't. <laughs> I actually, I, I like games. I like games where there are clear um, strategies and variables, and trying to like rein them in. But I don't like pure. Like I, I don't like Sudoku, which is just. Mm-hmm. Like Sudoku puzzles have a solution, and it's just a matter of working out the rules in your own time. Don't like those. Um, yeah, oh, I, actually, um, you tell me what things think thing, and then I will tell you about gaming that wasn't on uh, of the video variety that I did this week because I forgot ooh, I did that thing. Okay, okay. And then um, so, we'll go to the end of Lucy, and that'll be the end of the pod. Yeah. Okay. And by the end of Lucy, I mean whatever she chooses to share. Not that we're ending Lucy. Not, oh. yeah, not that she'll never appear. So again, kingdoms no, and phylum. Um, kingdoms, kingdoms and castles, or castle and kingdoms, whatever which way round it is. Uh, you know, I enjoy these kind of games. I like the city builder type. You know, it's the job that I do. I enjoy to you know Faking spend my it. free time doing that as well. Um, it's got a nice aesthetic. It's more Minecraft uh, oh. than anything else. It's very blocky in its aesthetic. Mm. Um, Wait, so, so when you say Minecraft, do you mean like it's it's based on? Um, not pixels, but whatever those things are voxels. called. Voxels. Voxels. Is it a voxel game, or is it, is it just the game. aesthetic? Okay. It's, well, it's. The, I don't know whether it's a voxel game. The aesthetic is is voxels. It's very clear cut blocks. Um, but think of a game like Banished, mm. uh, more than great. a traditional. Yeah, which is I great. I have to re- play that again. So I, I loaded up Banished, I installed it onto my machine, and then just felt, I don't really want to play it. Then saw this on the Steam store and thought, okay, it's similar, it's a little bit different, it's a new aesthetic, but it's essentially a, essentially the same game with you know a few different buildings, a few different jobs. It's a little bit easier than Banished. Banished has that sort of really brutal uh, chance mechanic in it where everyone is sort of open to death you know yeah, really say, easily ba- this Banished doesn't have has that the people as as a as a sometimes a very scarce resource yes yes this doesn't have that your your population is you know it grows and it and it, it falls you know you get a fire in the um, in the town and a building burns down you might lose a few people i have right. had it once in this where Someone has been lost through a mysterious accident, but that was the only flavor text I had. I had nothing more than that. You know, I've not suddenly had a serial killer in my uh, in my village or anything like that. You know, right. I don't know whether it's got that depth to it or whether it's just a nice little bit of flavor text because they wanted to just off somebody randomly. Uh, but it's it's fun. I've I've put in maybe. An hour, an hour and a half, perhaps. Okay. Um, mm. You know, I've attracted a hundred odd people to my my town, so it's it's definitely one of those games that I'm spending my downtime from designing buildings to designing urban cities. planning, yeah, medieval yeah. urban planning. <laughs> um, so it sounds like you're so with Minecraft, you're a dude who builds shit out of voxels. You're Steve. Yeah, get his name right. Yeah, probably. Um, but with kingdoms and castles, it seems like you're just you're the omniscient person placing things. Exactly that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, so, so it is a only, it is a city builder. It is a city builder. The only parallel to Minecraft is the aesthetic. Right. 
Now, so does that because so in city builders usually you have like I'm building this type of building. Mm. Um, like this is a residential zone and things will pop out or this is blah with the minecrafty voxeliness how much of the design of the buildings is sort of just you know city builder i'm building this type and how much is it, is it like i'm designing this cool looking building and telling you that it's well you don't they're all they're all set designs okay. we you know i don't have any so, so it's quite over quite, how so, the building looks as such so you want to build a bakery it always okay, looks the so, same every time yeah so it's it's quite city buildery in the sense of like there's a certain amount of skins or, or yeah exactly uh, yeah but you're just saying that those the skins of these tasked buildings for lack of a better turn turn of phrase are very minecrafty voxely yeah and it's not just the buildings it's the landscape it's the right. clouds uh, the environment, the uh, the people as well are essentially three blocks. You know, a big block <laughs> for a body, a small block on top for a head, and a small block underneath for legs. Ah. Uh, See, so, a problem. Your city will never prosper if it's just full of a bunch of blockheads. Yeah, <laughs> they're lazy, just hang around doing nothing. Um, so you've played non-video games. Yeah, so... Game. Um, um, and for those of you who are trying to expand your social circle in a city you might not be um, permanently attached to or haven't been in the past, I went to meetup.com and just looked at shit. And uh, and so one of the breakthroughs on my dissertation was joining a reading group and just going to a place where everyone was writing. Sorry, a reading group. A writing mm, group. A cool. writing group, yeah. Um, and just like it was a bunch of writers in Bristol. And it was like, okay, you guys are spending six hours at, at a Starbucks on a Sunday writing. And it's like, oh, I'll go there and... Uh, I'll I take guess, you to the pub yeah. and let's uh, and we all, trade uh, coffee. And, yeah. <laughs> it was literally like, a, oh, I guess I'll I'll have to work because that's what everyone else is doing after the pleasantries, and I don't know these people, and everyone's writing, and this is way easier to an environment to write in than my. It, is it table. like a drum circle, but just people writing instead of drumming? Sort of, except you don't need to rely on each other. Like uh, at least you don't okay. need to rely on each other being productive in the way that a drum circle. Right. Um, anyway, so this worked, and so I looked at other ones, and the Bristol Vegan and Vegetarian group, which sounds like maybe um, the Where worst. are they, and how can I nuke them? Um, but they, that <laughs> their <laughs> upcoming event was a board games night at the Green oh, Bank, okay, which that, is that, less they're, than they're, 10 minutes walk yeah, away. So um, this, Wednesday, this week I went to that, and I played a lovely little tabletop game called Ethnos. Which is essentially a um, so you everyone gets dealt one card and your cards will have um, a, a race and a nationality color, mm-hmm. and you're trying to build sets of two or more um, by either picking from one of so it's twice enough so if there's six players there's twelve cards that are face up that you can pick from in the beginning. Um, and every time you make a set, you all the, the cards you didn't use are put in into the pool for everyone to choose from. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't like the pool, you can pick from the deck. Uh, in the bottom half of the deck, there are three dragons. Once the third dragon shows up, the round is over. There are three rounds. Uh, it really doesn't matter. The point is that you're trying to build sets of either all of the same type of creature mm-hmm. or 
all from the same color. Right. And regardless, um, when your set gets laid down, whatever color, you pick one card of that type to be the leader. And depending on the race of the leader, they do different things. Um, so it's like so a the, more in-depth Happy Families. Sort of, yeah. So like, I was the, about to say, this seems like a very racist. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's super racist that could only work with fantasy races. So the elves allow you to to retain to hold on to X cards. So if you put down, if you have like nine cards in your hand and you put down three uh, a three set with an elf on top, you can hold on to three of the cards in your hand and have to discard the other three. Right, right? okay. Which means yeah, yeah. if you have, like, another proto set, you can score twice. Um, but the, but I thought it was super... It was, like, a good strategic game because um, when you score of a certain color, um, you get a token, and then at the end of each round, the person with the most tokens in a certain color will get extra points, etc. Um, but it was just a nice, like... There was enough... There were enough variables and that you could like you had to strategize around more than just mm. making a set. Like it was more than just creating trumps like in a card game. Yeah. Um, yeah. It also really really tickled me because it was like, well, you can either all be of the same type of person or all be from the same place. That's what counts. And in today's <laughs> modern political environment, it was like, oof, oof a doof. It's like yes, you're right. There, there are people of different ethnicities all over the world, and they could band together and have a voice. Or you could say, "Oh, we're all from this place, well, so therefore we should have a voice." And it was like, this, this, this is too thinly veiled. <laughs> like, no, this is kind of awful. And it's called like it's not even they're not even disguising it. It's called ethnos. And like you basically when you once you know the number of players, that's how you know how many um, races will be put into the deck, essentially. Yeah. And you're like this is weird. Also, halflings are the most populous. So it halflings are always in the game. They don't get a special mm. ability. If you have a halfling set, you don't get to do an extra thing. You don't get to put a marker on the map. Halflings have no nation. But the halfling right. deck is twice the size of all the other decks. Is it like pawns then in chess? Kind That's of. What the Except like. it literally is saying, here is a class of people <laughs> who, if you collect them by the rules, aren't worth as much because they don't get to have a nation state marker. Um, hmm. They don't give you a special ability. So basically, refugees. But there That's are twice saying. as many of them yeah. as anyone else. And I was like, this. Yeah, exactly. This is exactly who... like the Dale Daily Mail would make you think about refugees. Yeah, yeah. The Daily <laughs> yeah. Mail would hate the Daily halflings Mail and ethnos, and I was talking. like, "This is too accurate for the world. I don't want to have this race of like <laughs> you will never have a nation, you will never have a say, you don't count except as a body." And, oh, that's brutal. And you, there are twice as many of you than anyone else, and it's like, oh, this is awful. Anyway. Um, mm. I thoroughly recommend um, you finding a meetup because I met. Yeah, that that, that sounds cool. Yeah, I mm. met like seven or eight people, barely remember mm. their names. None of us talked outside <laughs> of the game, and after a couple hours, the game was over, and I left. And it was like, oh, I don't know, you know what any of these people do, and remember th a third of their names. 
but I still had a good time playing. <laughs> but yeah, but it was fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice. No, it was it was good. It was reminding me that people are pretty open to sharing experiences. Mm-hmm. Good. Even racist tabletop games. <laughs> Even racist tabletop games. <laughs> it bring people together. Yeah. It bring yeah. people together indeed. <laughs> anyway, right. that that I... is that was my gaming for the week was tabletop. Nice man, nice and cool. a, a nice, nice change. Something different. Mm. Yeah. Good. Lucy, let's get yeah, back to electronic games. Right. Speaking of tabletop games, Adil. Oh, yeah. Uh, there was actually a tabletop mini game in Life is Strange, the first episode, which I played. Before the storm. Thumbs up. Yes. It's more Life is Strange. Yeah. Um, Season the two. The voice that actress is different. Yeah, Before the Storm, episode one. Yeah. Awake. I think that's what it's called. Uh, yeah. How many fucking uh, colons the... are in that? More than a protologist sees in a morning. But I'm fish. Oh. Also false. Clearly false. A proctologist will see more. Um, sorry. Um, Life is strange. Colon something. Yeah. Colon, colon something. Yeah, it's uh, it starts off as a complete train wreck. The first sequence is... Like an actual train wreck? pretty rough. Yeah. Well, no. But it's not, it's not unbreakable? Um, no. No. I don't like that film. I just anyway. got with a train wreck is all I'm saying. <laughs> Versus, um... Can, can you stop turning this pod into a train wreck? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, uh, I, I definitely Even can. though I started doing that by talking about um, a million games. Versus <laughs> Unstoppable, the movie that mm. claims that there should be a train wreck, and then at the very end there isn't really one. Spoiler alert, Unstoppable isn't Unstoppable. It's stoppable. Is that the one with Denzel Washington? Yeah. It's one of those horrible movies which yeah. literally claims the opposite of what happens. So, the, the it starts as a train wreck one, two, conceptually. Uh, they don't... It, it's not necessarily... Uh, John Travolta is good in that. He is, he is. Uh, uh, have you it, seen the original? Yes. If you have not seen the original Taking One Two Pelham 1, 2, 3, you need to because it's much better. Okay. okay. It's a really I'll great film. List. Right. Life um, yeah, the it starts off pretty rough, but um, it gets back to making what life strange. Is, what's good about it? Um, I think people were hesitant because it didn't have the time rewinding mechanic mm. as Max isn't in this game. But for me, those, those are the least interesting parts of Life is Strange, like the puzzly bits. I just you, enjoyed it for the dialogue and yeah, um, it, the characters. It def- it's it's one of those unique ge- uh, gems where. The writing is actually the reason why you want to play it versus the writing yeah. is a reason that you have to struggle through because mm. writing and gaming is particularly bad a lot of the time. Yeah. yeah, but the dialogue in this, I don't know if it's because it's a Western, well, France is Western, American developer mm. as opposed to uh, Don't Nod Who Are French, mm. but I think the writing in this game is better. It's less clunky and it's less cringy. Um, okay. Mm. And I know a lot of people were upset about the voice actress because Ashley Birch didn't come back. Cause oh, I didn't know that. Hold writer strike. Yeah, um, I could tell like the E3 demos and stuff like that. It's like oh, this sounds a bit different. And then you find out, oh yeah, Ashley Birch isn't it? Mm. You yeah. know, isn't voicing it, but she did have her influence in in the writing and everything. But I think the voice actress does fine. It's like it's jarring at first, but then you after like the first sequence, she just grows into it and you don't even notice and think she does a good job. I think people are just um, caught up on the fact that it's not Ashley Birch giving her a hard time. She's right. got enough Which jobs. Is... She's fine. 
Yeah. Yeah, she's exactly. done really well for herself considering like even just two years ago she was well, maybe at two three, four years ago she was mm. fairly obscure. Mm. Yeah, I mean she's had a ton of jobs and ton of work, but it's like she always went under the radar. Yeah, very much. Just yeah. to be honest, but yeah. Um, but yeah, that's Life is Strange. That's a really good game. Nice. Uh, uh, for the sake of time, Lucy, one mm. more game and then save oh the rest of God. your list for next week. What am I going to do? Okay. Wait, have you said your favourite game of the past three weeks? Um, I can't even remember. I've spoken about so many. Well, tell us about your favourite <laughs> game and we'll tell you if we've heard about it. <laughs> I'll, you know, I'll, I'll table those mm. because they're very new and fresh in my mind. Mm-hmm. For next week. Cool. Um, we still need one game from you, though. That's what Ben literally said. Oh, don't, don't worry. But... If you don't wanna... No, no, no. It's fine. <laughs> I'll just say, I'll just say, uh, Lich Spear, which is a German. <laughs> Wait, are you just gonna ancient say that, or are you gonna explain ancient... what those words mean? <laughs> it's an ancient futuristic German arcade. Bullet hell, but you're using a spear game. Uh, a spear hell game, I think you'll find. Yeah, yeah. a spear hell. Um, I like played that on Switch. I like the Continue term. talking about it. Uh, we have the minutes. I like the term ancient futuristic. Yeah, I think that's how the developers describe it. It was out on PlayStation last year. Okay. I was looking. At, I was lining it up on PlayStation. And I thought it was coming to Vita, but I don't know if it did. But the Vita's dead now. So that say, nothing comes to Vita. Mm. Yeah. Nothing apart from Steam will dig two for some reason, but hey. I think actually, Bob, um, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of their sales were Vita sales, at least in the beginning. Probably. Anyway, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm um, so Sprechensi Deutsch Spearmonger. No, I don't speak. Yeah, yeah, I just don't remember German, what it was that. So called. that's not. Um, yeah. So you, when you say ancient futuristic German, <laughs> it's got some weird hell. art style. It's, what, what kind of game? It's, is, so it's a, it's like you're a ship or you're a dude. No, you're you're a dude or a girl. I played. Uh, I chose a, a female character called Helga. <laughs> no um, shit. <laughs> yeah, you could choose their name. Yeah, I was like, I ha- one was like Claire or something. It's like no, I want. <laughs> Rough German <laughs> Scandinavian Helga. Right, yeah. Okay, so Screw you're Helga and you throw spears at the wall? Yeah. Uh no, it's 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 basically waves of enemies that come towards you. It's a two D um sort of side scrolling game. And uh yeah, you it's very simple mechanic. You aim the spear, the trajectory, yeah. and you throw it and that's it. But um so, it's so- very simple. Hmm. Um, do you, we played Towerfall Ascension when you were here for the Bristol Beer Fest, which we, we managed not to yeah. talk about at all um, for some reason. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they're like parabolas, mattered, etc. Is it the similar type of mechanic with um, the spear, or uh, um, I, I can barely remember <laughs> that game. <laughs> Not because I was drunk, just because it was so unmemorable. Yeah, yeah no, fair shot. Um, but like, so, so, but is it one of those things where, like, um, so one, do you, do you, does it show you the track trajectory? Is it this yeah, memory? Yeah, yeah, it does. Okay. Yeah, um, I think it, it shows you the first part of. What does it? I can't even remember. Anyway. It shows some part of the trajectory. Obviously, not all of it, yeah. because there is some skill in lining up the shots. Um, but yeah, you basically. Stand in 
either in the middle of the screen or the left and the right, mm. and you're just throwing um, your spear, unlimited spears at enemies. Oh, okay. If you get like three misses in a row, the screen just pauses intentionally, mm. um, and it's like no nine, and it's like um, y- you're frozen for a bit, so you can't just spam the throw button. Oh, I see. You have so, to be so, somewhat so you're clinical. frozen, but the enemies still progress. Yeah, so it's, so it's sort of like a tower defense, like stuff is coming towards you, and then you're throwing stuff um, at them. But yeah, it, it gets simple mechanic. You pick it up straight away. You only need two buttons. Um, the special maps to uh, map to the other face buttons, and yeah, it's really good. It, it gets challenging, and mm. it's just like good arcade gameplay. You can um, replay the stages. Uh, and get higher scores, but yeah, it's, it's really good. Nice, nice, really good. Awesome. Um, I think that le- leads us to the end of this here episode. It um, does. Let's talk about ben, beers. Ben, what is what is your beer of the week? Uh, Snake Fair, definitely. Nice tropical flavors. I think the more I drank it, you were getting a few more caramel type multi oh, okay. notes through it. Uh, the chocolate milk stout would have been my pick had it have been velvety. It was a lovely flavour, but it was just, it just lacking. Didn't stick just around, lacking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the velvety uh, nature of it, velvety mouthfeel, would have just just kept it in my mind a little bit longer, kept it in the mouthfeel a little bit longer. Um, but the the snake fair is the standout beer this week for me. So it's that from Wild Beer and Garage Beer. Wild Beer Company. Now, is Garage, Garage Beer, beer from the UK? Do we know? No, they're from Barcelona. Oh, so I can't tell if they're still called Garage or Garage. No, you wouldn't know. I don't know what, what they would be. In, in <laughs> no, no, they're actually Dutch. Garage. Garage. Oh, no. Lucy. Jardim. Yeah. <laughs> Which beer did you prefer? Um, I was going to say by... Um, just a smidgen. It would have been the honey smoothie IPA mm. from Siren, mm-hmm. but um, now that that's cooled down a bit, I am getting a bit more honey. I'm getting a bit more smoothness in, in the texture. Yeah. Um, so it beats the uh, Buxton Breweries Sonrisa, uh, Clementine, and Lemon Pale Ale. So yeah, I'm going to go for the smoothie IPA, even though it's not as good as Dea's smoothie IPA. That's fair. No, it's fair. It's fair. I suppose it's still the the better beer of the week that you've had, which is fine. Yeah. yeah. That's how it goes. Uh, Adol, how about you? Ooh, it's a tough one. Um, I really like the NW Dipper Galaxy. There's a, mm. a, a lot mm. of going on that's really melding well. Yeah. But oddly enough, um, so so the, the NW Dipper Galaxy has that juiciness and the nuance of like all the hops working together in a really nice way. But something about the big one by Fallen, the fact that it starts juicy and then ends kind of biscuity, like the malts come out. Yeah. Mm. Like, mm. I don't even remember quite how that worked, having had enough of this um, NW, but like that's uh, the taste that I'm thinking of when I think of what's the cool taste I had today. Mm. It's that, like, that juiciness mm. of, a, of a, like a juicy dipper fading to a maltiness. Mm. Mm. Um, and in a way that isn't jarring. It's canned, not jarred. Um, <laughs> yeah, and so yeah, it's it's Fallen Brewing's the big one uh, this week, which I'm nice, really surprised at, given how much I like the NW Dipper. 
galaxy. Yeah, yeah. But, but, yeah, but sometimes that, sometimes that combination yeah, of flavors just just overrides everything else, doesn't it? When you know that you've got a really uh, a really complex beer that works really well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, sometimes it's just a good week, and you have two really great beers. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. So nice, yeah. Man. Um, I yeah, if if you're listening and have access to either of them, you will do no wrong by either of them. Good, good. Uh, I may have to have a look for the uh, the big one the next time I'm in the mm, uh, bottle shop. That, yeah. that, I'm sure the cloud water is available almost everywhere. Well, so the cloud water is a yeah. special edition. So oh, okay. Um, okay. I don't know how long the NW Dipper Galaxy will be around. So if you do see it, definitely pick it up. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I guess it, probably a couple months. Yeah, I mean, mm. cloud water usually is their specials are about a month-ish run mm. and then probably two months in the bottle shop. Yeah. Excuse me, depending on how popular they are. Yeah. Um, shit, I think we've come to the end of the ep- this year episode. Um, if we wanted to get a hold of Tanked Up, how would we do that, Ben? You can do that in lots of different ways. You can go to Twitter at Tanked Up underscore cast. You can email us, tankeduppodcast at gmail.com. You could go to Out of Lives. You can go to their Twitter, which is lost from my mind. Out of Lives Pod, I believe. You can get all of us there as well. Uh, you can get each of us separately on Twitter. I'm at Nova underscore 47. Adel is at The Omniarch. Lucy is greedy. She's got a few. She's at <laughs> Indie Marathon mm-hmm. or at Beerresistible underscore. underscore. Yes. Yes. Get me before my winter hibernation. Um, so, I mean, the nice thing about Lucy's Twitter handles is, of course, if you want to talk just beer, she has a beer handle, and if you want to talk just games, she has a game handle. And you want to talk both? Best. You just can talk to me about anything, even racist tabletop. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you want to get a hold of us, if you have a question, comment, etc., you can get us at Tanked Up. Did we do the email? I forgot already. I did, yeah. yeah. Did you talk Tank about the Facebook group? Com. You can go to the Facebook Pigeon group. carrier. Yeah, pigeons, um, uh, smoke signals, yeah. letters. Um, send your letters to uh, Dr. Alex Malpass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a really great callback. Oh, I'm really, I'm, I thought you'd enjoy that. It's good. Awesome. It's good. Um, uh, there's there's you, no more. Uh, yeah, no, there is more. Um, <laughs> if you use Stitcher... Um, or iTunes or any of the other podcast platforms. It really does help us if you give us a rating and review. And also, of course, if you have a friend who enjoys beer or a friend who enjoys games or friends who enjoy both, let them know us. Let them know about our podcast because the more people we reach, the more people we reach. That's... I don't actually know why we want it. It just is nice. people can yeah, hear the, the good same. banter. Yeah, I was going to... Well, no, it's just sort of like... Closures, oh, wait. Yeah. What is the reasoning that, that we have for uh, wanting a bigger audience except wanting a bigger, bigger so audience? So we can shame ourselves in front of um, more yes. people. Yes. So it, it's, uh, it would be great if we had a bigger audience and you can help yeah. us with that. To give more more conversation, um, take up more but, of my time really, on Twitter, and also tell us if you enjoy our more uh, the more beer filled episodes we've had lately, mm. and if you're okay with us talking outside of games as much, like me talking about tabletops, etc. And unstoppable, yes. Um, well, so, so we we abandoned culture. craft, right? So if you mm. what if we abandoned video, mm. which is the beer and games <laughs> pod. 
Olympic Games. Yeah, exactly. Oh, more on that next yeah. week. Next week, we're just going to talk about the football. Yes, it's true. Oh, can we? <gasps> For another week, we have been tanked up. Goodbye. Bye. Ciao. <laughs> that's like that's like your big woo. I was a long chow. And the cat started like right in in line with me. I'm like, I can't stop until he does, and that's why it was like an exceptionally long. Nice, nice. Your long chow. Your yeah. long chow. The long chow. Right. It's also called a buffet. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I broke Lucy. That was great.